0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. The Holy Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ according to Mark. Glory to you, Lord Christ. And after John was arrested, Jesus came to Galilee, Proclaiming the good news of God and saying, The time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God has come near. Repent and believe in the good news. As Jesus passed along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you fish for people. And immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went a little farther, he saw James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, who were in their boat, mending the nets. Immediately he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the boat with the hired men, and followed him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ.
1: May the words of my mouth and the meditations of all our hearts be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Please be seated. Well, traditionally, um, this would be the Sunday uh, that we have our annual uh, meeting, which we will, but it's different than we have in years past. Normally, this place would be packed in with people uh, like uh, sardines in a can, and we would go up to the parish activity center and have a, a a great sort of just community celebration, chili cook-off, and you all would all gather together to put your money into the veggie chili so that I would get angry about tofu winning the chili again. Um, and there's things like, there's, there, there are those just human connections that are really missed that has made this past year so difficult. And even though we see a light at the tunnel, we know that we aren't there yet. And so we continue uh, to plod along. Um, this morning, my, my plan was to come to uh, tell you um, of a major gift that we had received, but I did not win the Mega Millions for the $1 billion, so um, I've had to totally redo my report. So 2020 started with a lot of hope. Um, we had invited Mike Mickey, who had been on the presiding bishop staff, to come and uh, meet with our vestry and staff and talk about where it is that we are going as a community. What is it about this community that is unique and beautiful and wonderful? Um, and what are the things that we need to try to do um, to continue being faithful to the gospel? And we talked about how that there was something unique that was hard to put to word about this place. And I don't mean the building, I mean the people. There was something unique about us that, 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 that was warm and was genuous, gen, genuine um, that was a breath of fresh air. One person talked about how they had been told that they would never be able to find a church that would welcome them and their family, and they said, we found it here. Another person said, I had been looking and I didn't even know that I was looking, but I found what it is that was what I needed the most. I could go on and continue with stories of people whose lives have been transformed, not by anything that I do, but by us being the people of God and being welcoming and loving. Sociologists and psychologists will tell us that um, the deepest human need that people have is connection. That people feel lonely, left out, broken, divided, hurt. That they don't feel like they have a community to be a part of. And that was before the pandemic hit. Before the pandemic hit in which we were told we can't be near people. We have to stay six feet apart. We have to have a mask in front of us. People were already saying I don't feel like I have a place. And we had said that this... Is maybe our greatest calling in ministry to all those who have said I don't have a place we could say yes you do and it's here that we don't care who you are what you do who you love what you have done what you haven't done when you walk into these doors you are going to be treated like Jesus himself is coming for a visit And Mike said that we need to, if we want to do that, he said, that's amazing. He goes, but you got to keep that in front of you at all times. You have to remember why this is so important. So not only did we set as a goal in 2020 to keep that radical welcome as a top front priority for who we are Um, We also said that we were going to help facilitate that by hiring on a connections minister, but obviously with 2020, we were not going to be able to do that. And we'd also set out a goal to renovate the parish activity center to finally address the Zeppelin hangar that is there. So even though we didn't always get to do those things to the fullest, there were a lot of successes in 2020. One of the successes was, as we tried to keep things as normal as possible. One of the things that I've always appreciated about the Anglican tradition, the Book of Common Prayer, is the comfortableness of hearing those words that I know so well that in a time in which everything was in upheaval, in which we weren't sure if our kids were going to school the next day, whether I was going to be able to go into work, fearful is this a cold or is this corona, is it allergies, that we had the normalcy and the consistency of our worship. Now, there are places who were able, who who made a shift onto online worship that was far more dynamic, but it is something that in the liturgical tradition is uh, is is unsustainable so our normalcy we said had to be something that was sustainable beyond when the pandemic lifted and because of the um, the uh, uh, improvements we made to our audio and visual the fact that we actually have cameras here and let me tell you I never want to be a televangelist and the people don't want me being a televangelist either, um, is that we have been able to to broadcast our message, our worship of God, our proclamation of the gospel, and we have people around the country um, who, who watch. I mean we, we get messages from people who are in Colorado and Florida and, and all these different places saying, hey I tuned in and I just want to say how much I appreciate it. Um, a special thank you goes out to Tim Crisp, who made all those things possible. Every week he would call me and he'd say, hey, I just I need one more thing in order to make this thing complete. And, <laughs> and and he's done a masterful job. I really do believe that God brought him here for a reason. Um, so there was a sense of normalcy, right? Catherine Melnick continued to come and do flowers. The altar guild continued to come in and get things set up that... That that we tried to keep what we could, keep normal, we kept normal. The other thing that was a huge success in this last year was the overwhelming generosity of this community. That people were faithfully giving in the midst of economic uncertainty, people continued to give. It's what allowed us to go and, and add cameras without having to go to the congregation and say, hey, by the way, we want some cameras. You all showed amazing generosity. And I can remember that in March we gathered with the finance committee and we were trying to figure out how we were going to be able to keep this together with only, you know, a few thousand dollars in the bank. Worried that our our giving would would collapse and We weren't sure where we would go, and throughout 2020, we were able to keep every single person on staff, paying those even who were unable to come to work, which for me was a huge win. Not only did we give financially, we gave of resources. When New Hope called and said, hey, we haven't done Thanksgiving baskets in a while. Could you all handle that? you all stepped up and brought so much corn and green beans and stuffing um, that we could have, um, it was like loaves and fishes around here. When Espiritu Santo, the um, Episcopal Hispanic mission in East Tulsa called us and said, hey, we want to, um, Start a food ministry, a grocery giveaway. Can you all help us get started? We stepped in. When New Hope called us and said in the summertime, we're not sure where our kids are going to get their meals. Could we put together some food packs and some games and books and things? Everyone just stepped in and overflowed in gifts. It's Incredibly generous and giving congregation and I'm appreciative of you. As I mentioned, that the human need of connection, belonging is um, a a deep, deep longing. And so as we come out of this pandemic, whatever that looks like, whenever it happens, I want us to be ready as a community to welcome people with open arms, to welcome back those that um, that we haven't seen in a while and those who have joined us online but haven't met us yet. And met the greatest thing that this place offers which is its people. There's a couple of uh, capital improvements that we're going to be doing in the coming year. We had um, a roof loss so insurance company is replacing our flat roof um, which hopefully won't leak again but it's a flat roof so it probably will. Anybody who ever says hey I know a great idea let's put a flat roof on it is a liar. um we're working on a plan to finally address the parish activity center we have some additional groups who've begun using it um, alcoholics anonymous Um, we in addition to our dementia support group um, our scouts and some others so we want to be able to make it even more usable Um, hopefully we'll be putting some flooring there um, this coming year and also some acoustic some of those things we might reach out to you to ask to help um, with but um But we're excited to finally get that done Um, and the last thing that I want to say is is that we're going to continue to focus on our small group ministry that we feel like being in a group whatever that is whether it's a actual story group or maybe it's the choir that meets to sing together um, that 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 every person has a place that they can land and they can call home within this community um, and, and that will be no small feat. After coming out of 2020, um, how quickly are people going to want to move back into those smaller spaces? One thing we have seen is, is that many of our folks say, we want to continue to meet, we want to continue to gather, that um, that is something that's important and life-giving for them. I wanna say that being your priest is the greatest joy of my life. I love this place, I love you all. It is amazing and an honor to be here. Um, And I will be here for a heck of a long time um, because there is no other Christ Church. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.